Welcome back to System Ministurbia, the podcast where we are so jazzed, but not jazzing on you. This is Brent. I'm Jonathan. I'm jazzing. <laughs> and that's Payton. Wow, guys, it is the last episode of the season. The last real episode, anyways. Are you are you stoked? Are you excited? Fucking stoked. I'm stoked Fucking for a break from my yeah. whole life. I just need to, like, hibernate this year, I think. Well, you've got, like, two months to do that. Did you say year? Yeah. You yeah. don't take a the year end off. This well, no, holiday season. This, for this season. Oh. For this hiatus. Oh. Yeah, see, I'm hoping that in the three months, in the three months that we take off, that, you know, life will kind of settle down here a little bit. You know, uh, my new daughter should be, yeah. you know, a little more stable in her sleep patterns. If yep. you had better um, unit files, you could just stop her. <laughs> Jason. She's not, she's I'm going to disregard what Jayton says. She's not a system D service. <laughs> right, dude. What the hell, you don't man? know that. I, I'm fairly certain that his infant is not a system D service. Well, if I had an infant, I would make sure it was running as a service. I oh I enabled gosh. her to start, so, you know, she should come up as a, as a running I'm, process. I'm pretty know. sure it's it's On just a, a forking process, Jayton. It's not a... I mean, I would really love to disable um, Poopy Diaper version 1. Yeah. Um, and um, Colic version 2, I think, should just be uninstalled completely. But I can't, I can't do those things. You would so, have you know. to You would have to compile without the Poopy Diaper library. But it's, <sighs> You know, I it's, didn't do if that. If you were using Gen 2 and you didn't have the fucking Poopy Use flag. No, the problem is that's a, that's then fatal. It's a it's a required yeah, right, library. Right. I mean, so. it's... I mean, the system can run for a short time with it, but then it's, <laughs> right. you know. This got grim really quickly, guys. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. Oh, my god! How gosh. nerdy can we be about a baby? I mean, seriously. I... Well, we just <laughs> talked about a baby as if it were a service for, like, a good... You brought that you... up, number one. That's because I'm um, the best. That, well, that was entirely wanna... your fault. It's nobody's fault. Nobody's no. placing blame here. Nobody's upset. No, I'm, I'm definitely placing blame on you. All right, bitch. Don't you remember? It's always Jathan's fault, even if it isn't. It, it is always, always. It's always Jathan's fault. Wait, what is my Jathan's tattoo fault. going to say? <laughs> I, I fucked up again. Is it in your? Is it in your shebang, Jathan? No, but I know it's in our it's, logs. Well, so it's give me a second. Not a shebang. It's just a bang. There's no, sh there's no hash. There's no octothorpe. I should really add the octothorpe to what the bot responds to. I wonder if I can make it respond to two characters together. Jathan would be a command interpreter. Oh, it's yes. supposed to be my choice, your fault. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm getting a tattoo on my ass that says "My choice, your fault." Everybody needs to hold them to that. We do. We, we really, really do. Kind of want to live cast it for charity, but I don't know where we would do That'd that. Great. Twitch Let's do that. Well, Twitch wouldn't let us do that. We'd have to do it as like a, a straight up vanilla RTSP stream. That's fine. We have the technology. We're fucking we, systems administrators. <laughs> we do. We could also just use like other things. <laughs> other things. Dude, I don't Thank think you, there's no rules against putting your ass on the internet. No, but I, I mean the problem is finding for it. So, the problem is finding yeah. a platform that will let you do that. Yeah. Otherwise, yes, you would have to self-host. We would. I. That'll be the day when you self-host my ass. I really that, don't. Wanna, I don't. I really. I don't really, really have any plans really on, on self-hosting your ass. Right. Other 
metaphorically or literally. I heard Tumblr is into ass. No, not anymore. <laughs> not, not after December 17th. After December 17th, Jathan, there's going to be no nudity on Tumblr. It's a policy change. I'm going to go and ahead and just call bullshit on their, that right now. Well, people are losing their minds over it. They are losing their shit. I think they're just going to lose a lot of users, no matter what. They, they are indeed going to lose a lot of users. I wonder if Periscope yes. allows male rear nudity. Anyways, right, so oh, topics. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, why? Why do we want to even promote seeing Jaython Thiney? Because he's getting it tattooed. For the show. For the show, mind. You know, so we would want to both record it for posterity, uh, no pun intended, and also, you know, to, to, to show the fans that Jathan's doing it for them. Do it for the fans. He's, okay, he's well, anyway, I, that's fine. Tattoo that's on fine. his ass for them. You know what I'm also doing? I'm still sick. <laughs> he should yeah. do a starfish. Uh -huh. I'm also still having a drink because this is our last episode. He should do a he should do a starfish around his anus, around his yeah yeah his yeah, anus yeah, yeah yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah. getting words, and we already determined what the words are. Okay, which is Jathan? Since you're supposedly the scientist, which is the externally facing part? Is it the anus or the rectum? The anus. The anus. Okay. It's called the external anal sphincter. Good to know. I thought it was. I thought it was your uh, butthole. I thought well, it was uranus. <laughs> Sorry. In case Sorry. you guys were curious, uh, I just sent you a link to back up what I just said. I don't care. I'm, I'm really not clicking that link. We'll put it in the really, show notes really because not. why not? At this point, if we're not blocked by, you know, everybody, all the filters. Everybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So today we'll be talking about pseudo or pseudo. No, we're just saying pseudo. We're not changing our ways. We already, we already said in one of the episodes without Peyton, that from here on out, we were just going to say pseudo and people had to deal. I intended it for, as being we for still, that episode, but... But we should still discuss the different ways of saying it, just briefly, because I didn't have a chance to comment on pseudo versus pseudo. Well, there there is a... So, it's a little bit like GIF versus GIF, right? There is an official way, and that is right. pseudo. GIF. Would you say that I was given a gift? I feel like we've had this argument on air. It's definitely GIF, no matter what. Well, the but, creator says it's GIF. Well, the creator's wrong, the and creator that's my point with here, right? Sudo even makes it makes more sense than GIF, even. Uh, so it, it actually does. does make sense because you're super user doing or switch user doing, technically, whatever. Sudoing, but it it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's hard to say surrounded by other words. It's hard to use in a sentence properly. Uh, so. Everybody I know just says pseudo, and I, yeah. I like it because it's a homonym for P-S-E-U-D-O, because it's it's a pseudo action of the root, or whatever user you're pseudoing as, right? That's why I like it. It's I know that's not the creator intended, but same right. thing with GIF. You know, there's, there is GIF. a colloquially correct way, which is GIF, uh, and you're not going to change my mind on that. And then there's the way that the creator <laughs> says, which is GIF, which is wrong. The creator. Jesus says it's GIF. Well, that's, that's no, that's wrong creator. Before we start, like, delineating way off topic. Yes. A creator can create something and can be wrong about Absolutely. that thing. Absolutely. Because, and I'm going to quote Star Wars here. <laughs> and this is relevant. Mark Hamill is being interviewed for a special edition thing, and he says, this is, uh, they use battleship parts, and this is when the TIE fighters, and they cut to X-Wings, 
going across the, the Death Star. And he mm. says, he literally says TIE Fighters. Now, obviously, Mark Hamill didn't create, but being a part of it, he should know. Well, I even a more direct example of that is, is when George Lucas changed it so that Han no longer shot first. Right. Yes. Uh, he's the creator, right. and he took right. that liberty, but he was wrong in doing that. That yes, being said, let's move along with the show. What is everyone drinking? Uh, you go first, Jaython. Now I get to go first. Yes. Fuck you. Yes, you do. Uh, I'm drinking. I've had it once before on the show. Beach has taught me how to say this, but I don't know how to do it. Like Wasman's Rappahannock Pot Stilled Single Malt Whiskey. Gesundheit. I don't know how you actually say it, but I had it, I think, in Bless S3E13, maybe? Mm. It was the one with Jason Scott. And he okay. made fun of you for the ridiculous-sounding name, right? Yeah, probably. It's fine. It's good whiskey, so, you know what? Fuck all of y'all. Yeah, it doesn't mean Why? it doesn't, Why? It doesn't, mean it doesn't have the, a silly name. What's the hate, man? It's so, the hate? He's so hostile. I don't, I don't get it. Are you, are you fucking wooing while we're doing this? You better be. I woo when I want to woo. Well, you can't make we'll fucking me. woo you right now. To, you need to woo, Jay Thought. Now is the time to woo. No, it isn't. I'll woo when I'm ready. It is the last real you episode can't... of the season. You I need will to woo, woo when I am ready. Like All right. You'll woo All and right. you'll like it. All right. Mister. We need to we need to wait for him to, to rev his woo up. I'm gonna I'm gonna rev his woo right up. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna be quick anyway. about it. I'm I'm just drinking sure. chamomile tea and uh hilariously out of season uh a shock top lemon shandy oh man wow Wow. really out of season right uh i am drinking uh the thing that's never on the show ever is Coors Light. it's never on the show it's never been on the show true story never once no no we've definitely had it on brent i love you buddy but come on man i just had it on the shit show (laughs) (laughs) oh right yeah okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil it for our listeners uh we actually i think i explained this in the shit show too um we had to record the shit show before this episode but this episode will release before the shit show and apparently it's because i'm an idiot well, that's about half of it. The other half is we kept having to reschedule episodes throughout this season. So uh, yeah, because right. of that, you know, it, at, at the way it worked out is in order to get things released on time for the end of the season, you know, we have to do it this way. Anyways, that's true. You did have it for the shit show. I, I remember now. Uh, okay, but I feel good. like Jathan's had it before then, because Coors, Colorado. He, he, he did. Yeah, I had it probably. He said. Maybe. He, and, and he also said. I'm having Coors Light because it's never been on the show. And I said, bullshit, because I've had it previously. Didn't I? Oh, right. I even looked it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and I said, which episodes? Right. Okay. Right. Now I feel silly. See? It's okay. You are kind of a silly fuck. (laughs) Excuse you, sir. Excuse you. He's not a silly silly fuck. You're a silly fuck. I've also, before we get into the the news, though, I I also wanted to say that I have been pre-gaming today. Uh, which is uncharacteristic of me. Yes, it is. But I'm surprised you're standing. Well, you're not. You're sitting. I'm sitting. You? Right. Son um, of a bitch. He's stuck in the chair, everybody. <laughs> I have been pre-gaming with something I like to call Black Christmas. I don't have an official name for it, but that's that's what I'm calling it. It is uh, one part black spiced rum. I used Kraken, but you know it doesn't really matter too much. And then four to five parts, depending on how strong you want it, uh, apple cider. I'm talking like real Pennsylvania apple cider. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like the juice kind, not right. like the actual squeeze kind, not like the not like the right. kind you'd get at a bar, not the fermented thin kind. Real sure. nice, thick, hearty Pennsylvania style apple cider. So four right. to five parts of that. And then you know, you add like nutmeg and cloves to taste. I didn't, I didn't bother with it because I was just getting a little right. bombed today. 
but normally I would add that what? in as well. And I call that I call that a Black Christmas, and it tastes just like Christmas. It's delicious. So that is much more seasonal than the lemon shandy. But I did not I did not have a glass mixed up in time for the show, and I should have. Anyways, so y'all should try that. Sometime. I mean, what? Oh. No, I'm, I'm done. I just wanted to say everyone should try that sometime. It's delicious. Wow. Okay, sorry. Peyton, do you want to talk about the news now? I, I, I would love to. Okay, great. Uh, I would love to talk about the news. Did you change the news at all? I have not, no. You did not. Okay, great. You're okay, so go. the very first article we have is that Bulgarian prosecutors have detained the three hackers involved in a $5 million crypto theft. They uh, arrested the guys uh, November 26th, or around November 26th, and they seized cryptocurrencies worth around $3 million, as well as the equipment used uh, that was computer slash drives and a hardware portfolio. They also seized a car that was purchased with stolen funds, and uh, they launched the investigation about five months ago. So that's good. So hopefully uh, that will be resolved, and we won't have to worry about that anymore. They did also work with the California-based Law Enforcement React Task Force. I'm sorry, they did not. But sim swapping is one of the highest priorities in a bid to fight cryptocurrency fraud. The next thing we have is that Intel had a billion-dollar project nearly compromised by a rogue employee in Folsom. So they were working on this really secret, promising project. And it says the company had invested more than a billion dollars in it. And only a few hundred people knew the details. And it's memory technology known as 3D X-Point. The process is not written in any textbook or taught in any school. But in September, all the secrecy nearly collapsed as an engineer at the company's Folsom campus tried to download details of the project the night before leaving for a competing firm. Hmm. Why does he have access to this? Uh, or why does she have access to this? The uh, lawsuit uh, points to Doyle Rivers. I guess that's a male. He worked uh, there and he violated the confidential agreement and trade secrets by trying to access the files late at night as he prepared to leave to go to Micron Corp. So in September 2018, he secretly accepted an engineering position with Micron. And then as he prepared to leave, he tried to take the information with him. So holy cow, like why did he even have access to this? Micron knows that they are aware of the lawsuit, but they are not a target for the allegations. I'm surprised that they're even still like potentially wanting to hire him. Yeah, well, I there's there's got to be a reason, right? It's right. got to be like cheaper or something. Oh, he handed over the USB device to his new employer. Apparently, he got some information out to them. He had it plugged in for about an hour, which is about how long it takes sometimes to copy. The next thing we have, the third article for the evening, is the Google Translator reverse shell. So it uses Google Translator as a proxy to send arbitrary commands to an infected machine. So you need a VPS on a domain. Uh, you start the server, you start the script on your VPS, uh, it gives you a secret key. You run the client on a computer with access to Google Translator. You provide the domain, the secret key generated, and now you have an interactive shell using named pipe files, and you can see the indirectories. It looks like this. Uh, okay, so they have some issues here. Uh, they crossed out Google Translate does not forward post data and actually said problem fixed using user-agent header to send data. This is actually uh, pretty neat here. Um, yeah, check it out. And our last article we have is that Australia has become the first Western country to pass a bill forcing tech companies to hand over your encrypted data. I feel like this is kind of a, I don't know what necessarily to say. I mean, it feels like uh, it's, a, it's kind of a knee-jerk reaction, you know. Controversial bill allowing spies and police to snoop on the encrypted communications of suspected terrorist criminals was passed in Australia on Thursday. So the opposition Labour Party leader Bill Shorten said that it makes Australians safe over Christmas. I don't know. How, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't necessarily want my private information given over to you know anybody for any reason. 
I wonder how. I, I guess private data on a social media site is really private, but still. Well, yeah, but also like, I don't. Why can't government just keep their hands out of encryption? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is Australia, so we don't we don't really care about that. But if Australia does it and it does no, it well, it's then it's precedent it'll... more than anything. Right. Exactly. Right. There was a twist to this. Uh, there is. There were some reservations on the bill. However, they said that they would pass it. Uh, in the Senate, in regard, uh, as long as the coalition agreed to amendments next year. So if they do make an amendment to either go one way or the other, I think that's you know slightly better. So it, uh, the article is kind of doom and gloom, but in reality, it's uh, hey, we're going to pass this, and then we can fix it as a, you know as necessary. All right, I uh, mean which is that's what I'm seeing here, but still. But that's how I mean that's kind of how the Patriot Act started. <laughs> like right, that's exactly. how that's no, how right. these things start. It's like oh we'll we'll fix it's, it it's later. Common sense, uh, you know, common sense laws. We, yeah, we we'll, need common we'll, sense laws. Or like we'll we'll fix it later. Don't worry about that for now. We need this immediately. It's like no. No, that's 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 how you start totalitarianism. I'm not gonna get worked up about that because if I keep you talking already about are it, I, will. I I already am, but I'm going to try and not Woo! get further worked up. Anyways, <laughs> guys, let's talk about pseudo pseudo pseudo. What the pseudo? No, I, no, I like Sudoku too. I'm not getting caught up in that trap of pronunciation. <laughs> I like Sudoku. That's great. Not what I'm talking about. Oh, there is um, isn't there a, a pseudo like GUI called Sudoku? What am I thinking of? I don't know. The GTK, GTK thing. GTK? Yeah, they have a GUI for pseudo. That doesn't make any sense. No, it, it is. Like, <sighs> it, it's it's literally just a pop-up that has you put in your password, but I'm almost positive it's, it's Sudoku. Uh, I, I don't. I think I know what you're talking about. I've, I don't like using it because using a GUI to manage pseudo just does not... Okay. So there apparently is something called GTK Sudoku, but it's for solving Sudoku puzzles. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no right. shit it well, is. <laughs> well, look, it, there's something um, out there that GTK uses, and I can't remember the name of it, so... It doesn't matter. Fuck you. It it, it does matter, Jathan. Everything matters. Okay, well, let's start off by... I'm going to do this a little bit backwards. We're going to start out talking about where they can learn more about Sudo. ArchWiki? Just type in Sudo in the ArchWiki? I actually would recommend a talk that I've seen Which called You're Doing It Wrong. Oh, right, yeah. I can't remember if I first told you about that or if you first told me about that, but I've known about that for like two years, and it's a great talk. It's a great talk. I keep meaning to talk about it on the podcast, but it's like, it's a great talk. It really is. The guy, he's just an, an interesting presenter. Like, he tries to be funny, but I don't think he is. <laughs> well, I mean, keep in mind, it's for like a, a BSD user group. So like, <laughs> yeah, you right. could tell from the people asking questions that they probably didn't use Linux because they didn't know much. No, they're all BSD users. Right. So all. they didn't know much. Well, some of them do. There are two attendees. I don't know what they look like. I don't know their names, but there were two attendees. I could tell by by their different voices. But it was always those two particular people asking questions, and the questions were <laughs> not high caliber. But yeah, let's let's put it like that. Not high caliber. My, mind mind boggling. Not mind boggling, but just not high caliber. They didn't they didn't even really have anything to do with the talk too. Yeah, but that's, other that's than the those, too. Like the one person, uh, it doesn't matter. Let's just move on. I was gonna say like just don't even bother watching the Q and A. Watch like ten minutes into the Q and A and then just turn the thing off because then he stops talking about pseudo entirely. There's also one person who claims that they're just gonna guess the first like. <laughs> yeah, they they eight, claim they're gonna guess eight, an it's of an encoding key. string or something, and I'm just no. like, what are you talking about? I don't know they. <laughs> They said they were going to guess an SSH key, and I'm like, good luck with that. That's not how that works. 
But anyways, that individual was one of the two people I was talking about. But um, yeah, other than that, for like the first 40 or so minutes, it's a great talk. The guy wrote a book on Pseudo. Like he, he knows what he's doing. He presents some really interesting use cases for Pseudo. Uh, especially in like an enterprise type environment where you're needed to, where you need to deploy the same type of policy to the same thousands of servers. Uh, it's a really cool thing. I learned a lot about it. But yeah, so that is that is the talk. He wrote a book on it. We'll link to both in the show notes. There's also it is also in uh, in the pink book, which we talk about a lot. Peyton, do you want to it's talk about the pink book? Great fucking book. It is such a good book. Uh, the pink book I currently have open on my tablet in front of me. Great. It is the uh, it is the the uh, Unix Linux system administration. I actually, have the fourth edition Pink Book. So it's the, oh it's yeah, a the fourth. huge ginormous book. I remind love to get me, the fifth. Well, remind me to get you the fifth. I I might have it, but if you could send it to me, even better. I have a physical copy. I keep on my book my desk, and um, occasionally when one of the student employees comes and asks me a question. I open. I just hand it to him. I'm like, it's in the book. You should just, you just throw it to him. No, throw it. Throw That's a little the, spice. But on listen, it. that that would actually do a little bit of damage because it's, <laughs> there, it's, it's a, a hefty pretty book. substantial book, right? It's hefty. Book. It's hefty. Yeah. But uh, so the pink book is—I wouldn't call it like a Bible. It's close enough. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's literally the command that you want. It's in there. Mm-hmm. And it teaches you theory and yeah. stuff too. Yeah. We've sure. we talked yeah. about it on the show before. Um. Now in in the fourth edition, because uh, I just yeah. I just re- I actually skipped the fourth. I went from the third to the fifth. So I haven't okay. I haven't read the the fourth at all. In the fourth edition, is it still in the middle of chapter three where they talk about pseudo? N- incorrect. It is in chapter four. Interesting. Okay. Three is more um uh like grub and and whatnot. Oh wow. System. Wow, they changed things out around a lot then. Okay. Um. So fifth edition, it's middle of three. Fourth chapter for edition uh, four. What sort of new things did you learn from from the pink books take on it? It's really when you when you look at it. I wasn't aware of Solaris's PF EX exec yeah, yeah PF exec exec. command, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is you know, obviously similar to pseudo. I wasn't aware of that. I knew most of what they were talking about just because I've passed the first part of the of the LPIC. So mm-hmm. like I wasn't surprised. Like I know you can do pseudo dash u for a user. Um, I know that you can. I mean, it does talk about you know only allowing one command or or specifying one command they can't run and allowing all others. Mm-hmm. Like they, he talks about that, and uh, so I mean that was definitely you know something that you want to be aware of as well. I, there's really, I mean, it's only a couple pages worth. It's just that uh, it's interesting how you can you can specify users or groups to do certain commands, and and how well you can do that. I mean, it's not perfect by any means, but you can definitely like use sudo. It's, it says in here that, that sudo is faster to use than su or mm-hmm. login as root. So you can you know, and it leaves an audit, you, audit you, trail, which is nice. Right. The the well, yeah, the audit trail is, I think, by far the thing that I really like the most is because if Payton sudos and does a command, it's logged as Payton sudoing as a command. Instead of me logging in as root, you just got root users every all over the place doing who knows what. You know, the the only problem is that if you have a weak suit a weak user password that has a pseudo, then you've essentially gained root access fairly quickly and easily. And in the scheme of things, I would rather you know, probably give someone pseudo and limit their abilities as much as possible versus, you know, giving them a root password, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the other nice thing about uh, pseudo versus SU. Uh, and I actually have it on here, uh, Windows pseudo, or, or Windows SU versus Windows pseudo. With pseudo, you it's also... Well, and it also has the timeout, too. It's a five-minute, yeah. but you can change that timeout to be whatever you want. The default behavior on most distros is to have uh, a per-terminal timeout. 
but you can you can have that to like a global timeout as well uh where like you can log in on like three terminals and then the uh, log in a pseudo on each one and then on the fourth terminal that would still use the same timeout counter as the first three i've actually experienced that at work i've run a command and then log back in, you know, shortly after running that command and it's, it's run, you know, I've, I've been able to like take root immediately or whatever, you mm-hmm. know? So that's, that's actually, yeah, I've actually experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's incredibly flexible. I mean, the, the, the amount of policy you can apply towards it, um, you can restrict, uh, certain users, certain groups, so on and so forth. We should talk about vsudo. Oh, you know what I totally learned from that talk that I didn't know about before? What's that? What? Sudo edit. Yeah, I learned that Fucking too. Fucking awesome. I, I totally forgot about that from the last time I watched it, even. There's a thing called sudo edit, and what it does is it lets you it lets you use the invoking user's editor. You know, you can define your own edit, your own preferred editor as your user. All right, okay. Right, All with the right. editor envir- environment variable. Um, I have mine set to to Vim. I'm sure other people have. If you're a, if you're a heathen, I'm sure you have it set to Emacs, so on and so forth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 or, or Nano, if you're a you know noob. Um, so my point is, hey, like, listen, you can Nano set it, is very powerful. You can set it to whatever you want, uh, and sudo edit will let you. Use that editor, edit any any file that you have sudo access to with this sudo edit subset using whatever file you want, and it does it in a secure manner to to avoid shell escapes and stuff like that. It's really cool. It basically makes a copy of the file in a, a temporary file that you have direct write access to. You can edit the file there. And when you're done, when you close the editor, it, it copies it back. It's it's really cool. And it, it really works around that sort of forcing people to use a certain editor with sudo kind of a thing. Um, so yeah, that was, that was super cool. Uh, I did not know about that before either. I'm going to jump back to our place in the list, though. Um, okay. We'll talk a little Sorry bit more. Sorry to... That's all right. No, we're. I mean, there's a lot in this list, so we're gonna. We're definitely gonna get to to vi sudo as well. So we talked about when to su or why would someone would want to su versus sudo. A lot of people do sudo su or sudo su hyphen to get a root shell with sudo privilege. That's entirely unnecessary, and I hate watching people do that. Just do sudo dash i. That's all you need. That spawns an interactive shell for the user you're sudoing as. Um, if you want to spawn an interactive shell that you have sudo access to, uh, and let's say that user is foo instead of root, it, you would just add dash u foo. It sets up an interactive shell for you. It sets up all the environment variables correctly. Um, it sets the like the home directory correctly. It, it, it is a lot cleaner than just sudo suing. So stop sudo suing. Start sudo dash ing. <clears throat> it's it's much cleaner. You know what's crazy is I used to do that. Uh, I used to I used to sudo dash i, and then everybody at work was doing sudo su dash, and now I've started doing it. I, I do it a lot too. Uh, I know that I can sudo i. I just it's comfortable to me. But I I might switch. You know. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason there's no reason to you know restrict yourself to one style of sure with the sudo dash i though it does prevent some things like mm-hmm. leaking environment variables and stuff like that so it's i would say it's much safer to do it uh than right sudo I mean, SEO. That's the, you know yeah that's that's the thing is, is how secure can you be with it you know pretty secure <laughs> if you no, I, right I, i'm saying SU, i mean yeah you know. and, and there is a like the vanilla su where you have to know the user's password but again you know that's 
not really an issue with sudo su uh, you could use your own password to all or if you have sudo set set up you you don't even need a password to switch to another user whatever so i did mention auditing and and there's some other solutions out there like uh i think one is a uh, tty rec and, and some for record uh, and, and some others uh, where they basically like record and let you replay sessions but sudo has that built in because like why i don't really care so much about harnessing uh a user's unprivileged session you know like a, a shell session as their own user i don't really care so much about that yeah i mean if you have your your group set up properly and sudo configured properly it doesn't fucking matter right they're not gonna be able to fuck things up too bad <laughs> it is better to have it than not have it when you need it but i would say most of the time you don't need it and if logging capacity in terms of storage and stuff uh is a concern for you uh, i would definitely absolutely just skip regular user auditing and just go straight for pseudo auditing and uh you you have two options you know you can you can do a log input uh, and you can do a log output for your pseudo config and then you can go a lot more in depth with something like audit d audit d is something we should probably talk about in s4 i'm thinking yeah. because it's it's another whole another beast of its own we should really do a whole episode probably on se linux too yes yeah yes we should yeah but they're not i mean they're only sort of tangentially related they're not directly related audit d and se linux yeah no no, no. I'm, I'm just you could potentially create the audit trail in question with se linux policy sure but you're not It'd gonna be a lot of custom policy i mean you're, you're you're not gonna get like the level of detail like console output and stuff that you can get with audit d so you know do keep that in mind but se linux is is, is much more useful for preventing something happening or for logging it when it does uh in terms of actions you know, and how the system is modified or, or how the system is accessed. Audit D is more so what the user is doing, I would say. You know, mm. I, I would make that distinction. Yeah. Uh, mm. it's, it's the more yeah. human aspect of it. But that's, I mean, that's, uh, we would spend a whole episode on that. That's a very complex topic for Audit D. Uh, but it's very powerful and it works great in tandem with Pseudo. Peyton did briefly mention uh, before I, <laughs> I unfortunately had to, to, switch track uh he did mention vi sudo or v sudo or vis sudo or however you want to pronounce it v sudo well right we're not going to turn this into a pronunciation war even though it's no no i want to even though it's gif so it it lets you not even lets you it, it enforces correct syntax for right. your sudo well, it, files it also looks makes sure that nobody else is like editing the file or what have you yeah yeah Which it, sudo it does. Edit does also by the way right but that's that's for something other than uh, yes, the sudoers file, I got right? It. So that's that's a different model, uh, a different threat modeling. But uh, yeah, correct. It does manage things like um, tandem lock files to make sure nobody else is lo is uh, nobody else has the file, quote unquote, open for writing. I definitely would recommend using it. You don't need to. Like the system won't. It's Linux. It's it's a Unix like. Right. It's not going to stop you from doing something stupid. But the problem I is, say, you may then you know. Right. If you've got like a straight period somewhere, or a straight colon or something, you're done. You're done Did for. Did you say you a straight to, period? A stray period. Ah, a stray period stray or a stray colon, something like that. Yeah. It's, it sounded like you said a straight period. No, no stray. I, I right, but it sounded like it. Right. <laughs> Correct. Sure. No. So, like, if there's a syntax issue, uh, you have now prevented yourself from re to fix that. 
So you're either going to need to SU and hope that you have the root password or uh, reboot into single user mode and fix it that way or reboot with a live CD and fix it. You know, like you're it's a bad idea. So you, you're going to want mm-hmm. to use VI sudo. I do want right. to take like two seconds here and talk about a huge, uh, really big like uh, pet peeve I have with VI sudo. Okay. So I maintain user specific sudo files. It's really okay. easy by default, even in, in most distros, it has like an include setup. So you, you can just pop a file in Etsy sudoers.d and it includes it into the sudoers, right? It's a very clean way of handling things. I don't ever even have to touch Etsy sudoers. I just manage stuff in Etsy sudoers.d. It's great. But a downside of that is I need to tell v sudo to edit the correct file, the oh. correct sudoers file. Mm-hmm. And I've I definitely bitched about this before, and I think Jathan just remembered me bitching about it. Well, you bitch about a lot of things a lot. I do, I do. So vsudo has no default argument. In other words, like it's I can't just do vsudo space etsy sudoers.d bts. That's that's what I would use to to manage my own personal sudoers file, right? Mm-hmm. Cannot do that. I have to specify the dash F flag. Why do I need to do that, though, is, is my question. Because there's there's oh no... Oh, my God. Who cares? I care. It's a waste of time. There's no other option that, that requires an argument. It's unnecessary. Anyways, <laughs> it should be that if that argument is present, that positional argument is present, it should just use that and know that that's supposed to be the file instead of Etsy Sudoers. So why don't you submit a bug report? I should, but I... You're going to get shit on. (laughs) I feel like I am, honestly. But I I kind of want to see it now, so... Excuse you? Well, I mean, I like when you get shit on. Holy crap, dude. Why? I think it's funny. (laughs) Oh, okay. It is like a reasonable thing, but it's been this way for so long that they're just going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? But even that, it wouldn't break anything. How do you know? Maybe there's actually a good reason. I don't know, man. All right, then I want you to put in the bug report tonight or tomorrow. I will probably do it tomorrow, but sure, I'll link you. How about I'll that? even write it for you and you just submit it. Well, no, I don't trust you to write it. I don't it know well. who the fuck, who maintains? The, whoever is at sudo.ws. That's all I know. Oh, it's Greg. It, what? It's Greg. Greg who? Oh, everyone knows Greg. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm just fucking around. Thank you. I'm oh, just right. fucking around. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's my little issue with Vsudo. Other than that, it's a it's a necessary tool. Does what it needs to do. Great. Now, did you guys know? I I know this, and I keep knowing this, and then I keep forgetting this until I keep I'm reminded. It. Listen, he is retaining knowledge. Everybody, he's advancing. He's evolving. You know what I mean? It's in there, but it's like it's not recalled. If someone asks me how to do it, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, you can do it this way." But I'm not gonna remember on my own that like, "Oh yeah, I can do this." You know what I mean? Yeah. I got okay. It. It's easily recalled, but not easily remembered. It's not at the forefront of my mind. Okay. But anyways, I keep forgetting that you can do dash l and that will list the privileges that your user has oh and that's badass that is such a fucking sweet way after you modify yeah your mm-hmm. policy cool. to test as a different user you know sudo well, dash that, u you would, username yeah, dash l yeah you uh, dash capital u uh yeah 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 well i said you well you without the capital it would 
insinuate that it's lowercase. I think lowercase is only for switching users or acting as users, not for. Well, in any anyways, case, it's cool. It's a cool thing. <laughs> it's very neat. Anyways. It's very handy. Right. Uh, it's it's definitely good to know. That way, you don't need to contact your system and saying, "Hey, I don't have access to this thing," and then they will waste another five minutes composing a response saying, "Hey, you actually do. Did you try it?" use sudo you can just go ahead and run sudo dash l without you know sending flags to their lo- their sudo log saying like this user tried to run something unauthorized it's very handy uh it, it saves time on everybody's behalf mm-hmm. yeah and and as jason said it does let you double check uh rules that you add to make sure they make sense did you guys know that the what what jason what's the matter mm. And I have this tab open. I'm just like cycling through my tabs. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I have one open that's Amazon. And on the right hand side, all I can see is DeWalt DC 530B cordless pencil vibrator, tool oh. only. <laughs> and then the first fucking bullet point underneath just says four feet long flexible shaft for easy use and long Did, reach. I, and I'm just uh, like, uh, damn. I'm positive I, I linked <laughs> that to you. No, you didn't. I did it. I said that. Why would to you someone. send me a pencil vibrator? Because it's hilarious. Did you? Re- what do you oh, do with I sent that? it to. I sent it to Faith. Read the reviews. You like under the table at Texas no. Roadhouse, like no, 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 I'm diddling no, no. Payton with it. Read no, no. Read the reviews. That's okay. why I sent it to Faith. Right read now. It, read the re- yeah. Well, maybe after we're done. After the show. Oh but- my god! Bought this one week ago. Already divorced. <laughs> 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 and that's why I told you to read the reviews. Not on air. Uh, do it later. But <clears throat> yes, it's, later. It's great. Please. So, did you guys uh, know in what order the pseudo policy rules are processed? First to last, the last matching rule wins. Yeah, that's right. I should have just asked Peyton because I know Jathan just watched the same talk on pseudo that I did, and the guy stresses it like no less than five times. But well, I mean that's that's the thing though. Like it's you know it's important. I mean because it's it's right. Just like otherwise, IP tables, you, you can, don't want to. Right. I mean, otherwise you could you know have a command or a a, a a permission higher up that isn't overwritten by one lower down. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah, you're either going to end up with a, a, a broken permissions or letting people do more than what you want them to do. Right, right. Well, we had an issue. We well, that's had, what I meant by broken. We had an issue with, well, not an issue, but we had a request to allow sudo for a particular user group. And it's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Sorry. <laughs> we're not going to let you guys have that. Sorry. <laughs> we need it, though. No, you don't. um so but we do no it it is good practice i know everybody gets lazy with their pseudoers and they just say all commands and you know we'll we'll be linking by the way here's the order i would i would study pseudo we literally can't do that uh can't do what all oh well right 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 right. okay well well I'm, i'm gonna step aside here's the order i would i would recommend you follow this in first i would recommend you read the pink book uh fifth edition chapter three um and then watch the oh no 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 and then read the ArchWiki article on pseudo which i'll link to and then watch the the talk that we'll link to that jason and i are talking about and then after that then you would read like the pseudo.ws documentation the man pages and such because they cover a little bit more advanced stuff but i would do that in that order and that will let you understand a lot of these concepts because for instance, uh, a lot of people get lazy with their pseudoers, as I was starting to talk about, uh, and they will just say all commands. 
That's really uh-huh. bad practice. You should Indeed. be whitelisting commands. Well, I mean, first off, you you cannot blacklist commands in sudo. Like it's syntactically it's valid, but it's the dumbest thing to do. So don't do it. It's, it it provides zero protection whatsoever. Uh, the talk goes into the 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 details why that's a bad idea. It's just a bad idea. Don't do it. So you wanna you wanna be very restrictive. Not allow any commands except the ones you specify. And you can specify commands with a set certain specific arguments or no arguments at all. The default, I think, is any arguments. So you want to be careful. Like, you don't want to give sudo access to cat because then they just they just catted Etsy Shadow, you know? Right. It's also important to think about programs that can invoke subshells or other programs. Yeah. So Vim, for example... Mm-hmm. You can run shell commands from Vim. So if mm-hmm. you give somebody sudo access to Vim, which, you know, like that might seem reasonable if you want to allow them to edit config files anywhere, right? Sure. Yeah. But all of a sudden you also gave them root shell. So don't do that. <laughs> right. Please don't do that. You can specify no exec for those. Yes. Um, but the right way to do that specific thing is probably sudo edit. Sudo. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So no ex. No exec would maybe be better with dealing with code that you're not entirely sure of or, uh, you, you know, a ton of stuff can open subshells these days. So be careful with that. No exec is going to be the safest option there. Uh, and as Jathan said, and as we talked about earlier, sudo edit specifically is going to be ideal for uh, viewing and editing files. Um, you have no reason to have sudo less or sudo more or whatever. Um, that, I think, should be handled mostly with group perms, I would say. Uh, read-only access for those. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. <clears throat> if they need write right. access, it should be sudo edit or uh, via the, the standard you know, Unix permissions model. We're, we're almost done, guys. We are almost This done. is a loaded-ass topic. It is. It's a huge topic. Uh, well, and we're, we're kind of just right. touching on it, but this is why we're right. spending an entire episode on it, right? Because it's really cool and it's really flexible. Yeah, I agree. But it's, it's really, it's a really, honestly, a big deal, too. Like, mm-hmm. this is one of those things that if you don't set your sudo up right, you can compromise your system, you know? Yeah, sudo does a lot of things. It lets you uh, prevent needing to give your root password to regular users. It lets you uh, privilege separate. So, like, if if someone gets their user account comps because they did something silly, like run a bash script they found on the internet and piped it to bash. <clears throat> Looking at you, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I uh, I regularly curl your script and run it. Well, you you also well, number one. No, I don't trust you. You've seen the script, right? Yes, I. Have. But number two, well, you should be using a specific commit hash when you do that. Um, by the way, mm-hmm. I mean, I could, I could just redirect the, the commit hash URL, but whatever, you know, it, it's one step further, but it's also me. Like, yeah, if I wanted to, I could probably comp Jason's boxes, but I, that's stupid. Cause I use the same script myself. So whatever, but he knows that not most people would just don't do it as a general rule, even though Jathan and I do it. Don't do as we say, not as we do <laughs> kind of a thing. Yeah. There you go. That's it right there. Monkey see, monkey do. Exactly. Exactly. Don't do it unless you control the web space around it and you wrote it yourself. Anyways, yeah, so that being said, so if a user account gets their their shell account comped, they would still, assuming you don't have it set up with no password, they would still need that user's actual password to gain any sort of administrative access to, to any pseudo commands that user has. So it, it still provides a, a buffered, presumably in the meanwhile, you, you would find out that, hey, that user's comped. Okay. You know, so it would it would let you avoid the root compromise, 
which is which is ideal. Uh, and then you know, assuming even their password gets compromised, if you have only certain commands whitelisted, you can severely limit the damage done. Um, so it's 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 all around. It's a good idea. Just set up sudo. Use it restrictively. You know. Did you guys know that when you invoke sudo? It even strips your, well, not strips, sanitizes your environment bears. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. What is I think I remember right now. I don't know. I have no idea who's doing that. That's got to be Brent then. Uh, pouring tea. We'll just clean that up. It's fine. No, it's, it's I'm pouring tea. Sure. It's, it's it drinking. Was, you know. It's chamomile tea. It's delicious. That's great. It's, it's not pee. <laughs> I know you guys are <laughs> laughing because you think it's We're not, pee. no. <laughs> it's not pee, no, I promise. Not. That's not that's not right. I'm not, okay, I'm not like so anyway. I'm not like Jathan. I don't drink pee. Jathan, you you drink urine? No, only in survival situations. Oh, did you, okay. Did you guys right. know there's so like all a, the time then. there's like a Indian cult that drinks their own urine like consistently? Well, actually, technically, your urine is, is safe for consumption uh, at least once. Uh, after the second time, though, you will start getting more uh, ammonia than anything else. Well, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not <laughs> it's not ideal, uh, but no, like they Obviously. they they do it consistently, and I'm like, how? Right. You've got to smell like pee when you start doing that, right? Because um, you smell like alcohol when your body processes alcohol. So, like, considering your body's literally processing waste, you're gonna sweat out more waste. I mean, you're sweating out waste anyways, but you know what I mean. Anyways, sure. I'll link to that in the errata too. Please, please do. <laughs> Okay. I want I want to know this. This right. is uh, you know. You'll, okay. you'll be able so to, anyway. to look into that. Anyways, so environment variables. It it does some handy things like strip out everything except a, a few whitelisted environment variables. You can edit that list. You can you can specify certain variables to be included, but that's super handy, uh-huh. right? That prevents right. um if I was a malicious admin. Um well, I mean, I guess I would have read access <laughs> to someone's environment variables anyways. Well, just to be clear, you already are anyway. What? You're a malicious admin. How am I a malicious admin? You're just an asshole. That makes me an asshole, though. That doesn't make me malicious. I wouldn't I... trust you with my box. Uh, what? Wait. <laughs> Dude, you are so weird. I'm you just really saying. Are. I think you I'm so pretty weird. trustworthy. You literally use a box. You have you have an active shell account on a box I, I am the right. sole root user of. That makes right. me sad and concerned. Well, <laughs> you shouldn't worry about that. I keep trying to get a fucking kill switch so I can finally kill you and get access. (laughs) Don't worry about that. Uh, But also, my point is, like, you already have, you were using a, you were already already a user on a Boxi admin. Like, it's not, you know. But I'm a user. Congratulations. And I don't do anything with it. You definitely do stuff with it. All I do is upload a file. Not a lot of stuff. Well, no, you do some stuff here and there, too. Like what? Anyway, look, we can look through your shell history. I'm talking about the system administrator box. box. Yeah, I thought so. Do you want us to look through your shell history right now on air? No. Okay. Oh, yes. It's probably well, like my password oh, or something. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, All right. Please. Well, then that I means you have... I insist we do that right now. ...used your account for things other than just file uploads, doesn't it? Anyways. Jathan, you use the same password for everything? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, uh, let's let's close this out. We got three more three more like one off things to mention okay, right, about sudo, it. and then we can do it. Do it up. We can finish up. So bring it. Another cool thing: sudo supports LDAP. We'll be linking to more documentation for that. I don't want to get too mm. much topics because it's it's just it's mostly text, anyways, and we this is a horrible media for that. So 
we'll put that in the show notes, a link to it so you can read mm-hmm. it. It's really cool. Uh, some right. LDAP groups, all sorts of neat stuff. Um, you can enforce checksumming for binaries and scripts for sudo. So if it does not match the checksum within the sudoers file, it will not run. Uh, that's super handy if you're worried about people altering um, scripts that they do have sudo access to, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, last point I'm going to mention, it's also useful in that it, you can become quote-unquote, another user with a full environment, mimicking a full environment of theirs. So you can debug everything from um, environments to safe faults to permission issues to all sorts of things. I personally sudo to Nginx at least once a week uh, just to, to debug it's stuff like that. It's good for debugging, that's for it's sure. It's great for debugging, yeah. But just remember to disable the shell when you're done. That's Yep, yeah, I have well, a yeah. one-liner there. I do ch... Dash, uh, chsh dash s bin bash nginx and then i semicolon sudo dash u nginx dash i colon chsh dash s s bin uh no login i think it is there's there's a couple shells that will effectively disable shell for an account that's one of them um yeah so i i just have a one-liner that i that i run but yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Make sure you disable the shell when you're done. But it's it's very handy for making sure that, you know, full stack Nginx has write or read access right. or whatever it needs to something. That's, that covers the, the basic, I think all we can really talk about for now, uh, aspects of pseudo. Does anybody have anything to add about that? No, I mean, we could easily spend a whole episode just talking about any single facet of pseudo, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would just say... Don't put people in the Docker group. Use sudo. <laughs> right. That's a that's a throwback. Uh, also, to, use uh, signal. Use tor. <sighs> the Docker thing is a throwback to what? S three e nineteen. Something like that. One of those. I'll I'll find one it and put it in the those. show notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and use. <laughs> Use signal, use tour. Mm-hmm. Look, man, I don't fuck around. You know. That's. <laughs> he really does not. Oh my god! He really does not. All right, Chase, are you ready to handle the baddie? Woo! Oh my god! All right, this is Chase with the baddie. I'm gonna kill you. So, as you may or may not have heard, there's this really cool website where you can go and ask questions and answer questions. Uh, not Yahoo Answers, no, and not Stack Overflow, but Quora, which is a question and answer website. Oh, is that that one where you ask a genie? Yeah, something like that. Great. Has reported a data breach. Affecting about 100 million users. That's a lot. Yeah. So, well... That's that's pretty sizable. That's very sizable. Sure. The real reason that I think Cora gets a baddie here is because of the scope of the data that was available based on a single breach. It wasn't just usernames and email addresses and passwords. It was data Mm -hmm. imported from linked networks, users' histories, including public questions and answers, comments and votes along with non-public actions such as answer requests and direct messages, may have been compromised. So this is a lesson in privilege separation and service separation. So if you are doing things like Quora in such a way that um, if somebody gets access to the only database you apparently have, they get everything, you should change. Quora, you get a baddie. Way to fuck it up. Yeah, that's a bad one. Fucking way to go. So what is... What is the name of that genie that I'm trying... Is it Akinator? Askinator? 
Are you talking about Ask Jeeves? Are you talking about Jeeves? He's not not, a genie. No, not Ask Jeeves. It's it's a literal genie, and it's a guessing. It's basically 21 questions, but it's it's AI-driven or something. Or not AI, but it's like Akinator. Yeah, I'll link to it. Okay, Jason? Okay. Anyways, it uses like branching logic and, and stuff like that to... It, it does a pretty good job of guessing who you're thinking of in 21 questions or less. Um, so anyways, so that has been uh, System Minutes Trivia. I am Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Bing. <laughs>